to be here. <laughs> Welcome back, double teamed fam. How are we doing today? Cammy is sick. That's why she sounds like that. But we've actually recorded two episodes today. So if she so sounds you get to hear me like this twice. So if she sounds sick next week, it's because of that. Actually, not because if she's I been sound sick, sick on December 1st. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Well, I mean, if that's that episode's not releasing till December. Regardless. Okay. Get your flu shots, people. I don't even know if it was the flu. I don't know what it was, to be honest. Um, I actually still need to, like, go figure out what it is because it's kind of been annoyingly here for, like, two weeks now. And we don't know if it's COVID. No, but that's why I've been staying in like a good girl. Okay. <coughs> Anyways. Anyways, how, how are, are y'all doing? doing? How are we doing? Let's check in with ourselves. How's like, okay, so I started a new form of therapy. It's somatic therapy recommended by the beautiful and lovely Nicoletta Heidegger from Sluts, Sluts and Scholars, Scholars podcast. One of our beloved friends I actually called her couple weeks ago and I was like I'm feeling a little burnt out and I don't think that my regular talk therapist is helping so we kind of had a phone call and she was like well here's some options other options for you to explore these are ones that I have experience in so she gave me a few so I started with one of the first options I might try all three one was neuro divergent no neuro something Okay. The other one was somatic therapy, which is the one that I started. And then the last one was actually um, like a ketamine-assisted therapy. Oh, hold on. Anyways, it was like a, yeah, like ketamine-assisted therapy or something like that. So three different options. And I started with the somatic one, which is basically like a body-based therapy. And I had my first session the other day and I absolutely loved it. I think it was definitely the right decision to make. And... One of the things that my new therapist told me, she was like, she was like, you know, sometimes we forget, like we check in with our mind a lot, but we don't check in with our body hmm. or we think we're checking in with our body when we're really not. So she was like, why don't you, she was like, talk to your body more. She was like, you know, whenever you're like stretching or something, you'd be like, Ooh, okay, lean into it. How does that feel? How are we doing? Let me sit in this movement for a moment, you know, to see like how my body's uh, processing and reacting to it so anyway so now I'm trying to be more cognizant of the fact that I need to check in on my body a little bit more not my mind not my emotions my body so how's your body doing check in what what's feeling good my mid to lower back is hurting okay lean into it like and like lean into it like no, actually I mean, lean into it or no, i mean like more like just check in there like ooh, what's that sensation coming from probably is it the way you've been sitting all day i mean i try to be cognizant of that no i think i need to get a massage and oh, yeah yes we need to book one so anyways can you try to make your voice sound a little bit more that's fine not that anybody was asking for my new forms of therapy but i did start a new one and i'm very excited I think that is exciting. I mean, sometimes like if a certain type of therapy isn't working for you, try a different one. Well, it's not that I like the thing is when I think about it, it's like it's not that my talk therapist, it not that it 
was not working. It just wasn't working in the way that I needed to at this time because my talk, my, my talk therapist has worked for me, you know, for the past year ish since I started in January. Well, I do agree. Like sometimes you do hit a point where like you've talked through a lot now like maybe it's time to incorporate your body into it because the body does store trauma Mm -hmm. a and then b you know sometimes like instead of just talking through everything you need to get out and move do something different you know do something that makes your body feel alive again so i I you know what was my what was funny my first session Mm -hmm. we talked for a little bit and she has like this whole bucket of like weighted stuffed toys and like weighted um pillows and blankets so that were also warm so I had like these weighted things on me that were warm nice and cozy and then I had like a stuffed teddy bear that I was like holding on to but I really liked that like the basically it was you know we talked for a little bit and then she was like well do you want to get on the table and we can do some of the body incorporation into it I was like yeah sure so we get on the table or I get on the table, which is basically like a massage table. All she does is she puts her hand on my kidney while we talk. And I'm not going to lie. It was life changing. I have no idea what the fuck she did, but it was life changing. Maybe I should try this because I have kidney problems too. You know, what was really funny is while we were doing while in the session, I was like, oh, I think my sister would really enjoy this. She was like, well, we can recognize that, but remember, this is about you right now. I was like, okay, it's <laughs> fine. We'll talk about me. Okay. So, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. But you should. She's great. So yeah, um, I'm excited Check to see how my second appointment goes. I'll keep y'all posted. Check in with your body. See how your body is feeling. I think mine's really tense, and I need to loosen up a little bit. We did. I like the Pilates workout we did earlier, but. I would really like to go get a massage sometime soon. I used to do like monthly massages. My ex-husband and I, we did those all the time and I haven't done one in God knows how long. So it would probably behoove me to go get a massage. And the now has the monthly package. No, I want to go to the Wii Spa. Way cheaper. The now you pay $120 for a 60-minute massage. At Wii Spa, you get like way more. Okay, okay, sorry. Anyways. So anyways, I mean, some other life updates of course we still haven't gotten our account back guys if you're listening please if you work for meta or you know anyone that works for meta that can help us get our account back that please send them our way that doesn't want three thousand dollars because i don't want to pay to get it back please send them our way um but also please follow our backup account at cami that's c-a-m-i and a-N-D, Nikki, N-I-K-I. 1K. Yeah, 1K, guys. People always put 2Ks in Nikki. It's just 1K. Yeah, so please follow us at Kami and Nikki. Other than that, um, congratulations are in order for whoever won that $2 billion Powerball jackpot. I had never bought a lottery ticket before. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just throw some numbers in a bucket for this, hoping I'd win. Um, someone in California did win, but it wasn't me. That's okay. That's okay. I'll... I'll I'll get the next jackpot. However, congrats to the IRS for winning the Powerball. <coughs> Anyways, it was funny, though, because I was with my coworkers, and uh, they had all bought lottery tickets as well for that jackpot. And we were talking about the airplanes that we would buy um, if we ever won the lottery. And I'd really have to sit and think on it because I don't know that I know exactly which airplane I would buy. Will buy. 
will buy. I do. I will own another airplane one day. Yes, but I don't know exactly what airplane I would buy. I guess it depends on how big the lottery is. Because if we're talking jet money, I'd probably get a CJ three, a Citation CJ three plus. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. How many does it seat? I don't know. How do you not know? Because I don't sell the jets. I sell the small ones. Oh, but so it is a jet. It's a jet. I do want a family PJ. You know. Private a PJ jet. is a private jet. I also buy a house and a really nice one. I would not, but I would not buy a boat. I'll buy a boat. Boats are important. You got to conquer the land and the sea. Uh, anyways, okay. Um, what else is new? Oh, <gasps> I've been dying to tell you guys about this. Okay, so when when did we do the three erogenous zones episode? Um. It was like one of our first episodes back in season three. Was that season three or season two? No, I think it was season three. No, yes. season two. This is season three. Yeah, it was season two. Okay, so Sorry. season two, episode one, we did the three erogenous zones, which I said were the like all around the ear, inner ear, earlobe, armpits, and toes. Which I have two stories for those anyways. Wait, do you want to tell them real quick? What are they? Yeah, sure. Why not? So anyways, regarding the ears. Okay, let's hear it. In the ear, recently, one of my partners was trying to was make it out with my ear. was trying to lick in it. And I get so self-conscious that there's going to be some wax in there. And they're going to taste yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be like, ugh. So it's like... Whenever they go, like, they try to go in the ear, I always, like, back up a little bit, you know, like, self-consciously. Yeah. I'm trying to remember not to do that. I mean, I keep my ears clean, but, like, I still don't want that to happen. I know. Same. Because, like, earwax doesn't taste good. Yeah. So. I get that. I get that. Though it would be really hot if someone was, like, you're trying to back away and then they just, like, grab your head and, like, lean in closer. (sighs) I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, okay. (laughs) What was the other other one is, I've actually had more recently a few more toe experiences the feet feel good the feet feel good the feet feel good the feet feel fucking good i will say i was the feet um, feel good i was very happy with these uh toe experiences so calvin let me touch his feet for the first time in over a year but like what does touch mean like no like like i was massaging his feet oh i love that the man has never let me massage his feet i love foot massages me too Anyways, but actually, actually, this story also has to do with Calvin. You guys all know my dear and beloved Calvin. I do really appreciate this man. My God. Anyways, so he came to the live show. Hey, thanks for the support, boo. And <laughs> and then not long after that, we tried anal for the first time, which I talked about on Broke Girl, Pod. Yeah, Broke Girl Therapy, which he is well endowed. So it was an experience but he seemed to for the like three minutes that we actually found a rhythm it was great like it can be hard to find a rhythm in anal i feel like because it's just you really have to go at such like a glacial pace because you have to go so slow anyways well it's like i think you can pump faster granted it's been a moment since i've had anal. wait are you gonna are you about to say you can pump faster in anal no i was saying you can pump faster as long as you're not like pulling out a lot like if you're doing like little short ones 
Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it still takes a lot to get to the point where you can do that. That is true. Like I said, I haven't done anal in nearly a decade, so I can't really speak on that experience. So a lot of firsts for us, the anal and the foot massage, because he's he's always been, I don't know, he's just weirded out about his feet. So for once, he let me touch his feet and I was thrilled. And then the other one, so we went to a rave the weekend after the live show and we had a great time. So fun. We love raving together. Um, it was funny because we were watch. We were at the set of one of our DJs that we really wanted to see that night. His name was Side Piece, one of our favorites. And I remember we were both like listening to this song, you know, just doing like the house dance, whatever. And the song was like, "You are just a side piece, na 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 na, whatever." And I remember at one point he like grabbed me and pulled me in a hug and then he goes into my ear and he goes, you're more than just a side piece. And like, you know, him and I have been like friends with occasional benefits like for over a year. So like it really meant a lot to me for him to like pull me in and just like like acknowledge that even though like we're friends with benefits, like we mean something to each other and we have a really close friendship. I know the moment uh, now that I think about it, it like, no, I'm kidding. doesn't want to make me tear up, but it does um, warm my heart significantly. I care about him a lot. And so it was just, it was a really cute moment. Anyways. So later that night we get to bed. It was a really long night because we were at this rave for what? 10 hours. No, maybe like eight, eight hours. It was like, yeah, seven, I guess. Seven or eight. What time do we get in the morning? Yeah, we got there at like... So it's like seven hours, yeah. Yeah, just about. But by the time we made it to the hotel and everything, it was close to... Yeah, it, it was a long night. It was a long night, anyway. Long night. We were like laying in bed. I think we were both naked. I can't remember. Anyways. And then, you know, we started getting a little handsy. Yeah, mind other. you, I was in this room. Um, yeah, so we're sharing a room with Cammy. Uh, Kimmy, I had my own bed. Kimmy's passed the fuck out on her bed, and I can confirm this because I heard you snoring. Okay, I snore. So I'm nothing. a snorer, and I'm not. I hey, I'm a snorer too. Okay. Anyway, so we started. Hit, Calvin and I started getting a little handsy with each other, and there was this room attached to our room that was like, what, what would you call that room? It's like you know, in the 1800s, when a a room had a sitting room. Yeah, like a sitting room. It was like that. That's what it was. Except I, I will say... It's I, like a mini den for your bedroom. I'll preface it with Sorry. this. The hotel used to be like a, a church or like a missionary. I think this room was like an old confessional room. That makes sense. But it was also... It actually had like a little It had box. like a little concessional kind of thing. But it also had... Um, confessional. Why did I say concessional? Confessional. A uh, little confessional room. But it also had like literally like a chair and it was like a chase kind of chair and a night or a side table. So it was like a sitting room, confessional room, whatever. L- point is, it had a door. It was so, very funny looking, the room. It was. So Cammy's passed out in her bed. Calvin and I go into this room. And, and we close the door. We close the door. Thank God. Yep. And it was just funny because we're both like tiptoeing over there like little kids, you know, trying to like avoid waking up our parents or some shit. Anyways, and close the door and we start like getting it on. And mind you, we're both inebriated. Okay. You know, we were at a rave, so drinking, whatever. He knows that I like being bit and he's bit me before. I like I remember last year, right before we went to Greece, he bit the shit out of like my entire shoulder area 
and left a ton of really beautiful bruises. And um, I remember the cop that I met in Greece saw those and was like, what are those? And I'm like, well, I happen to like some kinky things. Primal Play is one of my favorites. So he knows that I like being bit. And he was like... I forgot about that grease thing. Well, now, that you, oh, yeah. now that you brought it up, I was like, okay, I remember now. Yeah. It took me a minute. Anyways, so he was like kind of around my shoulder area, just like his head was like resting there as we were like having sex. And um, anyways, I was like, I asked him if he could bite me and he knows how I like being bit. So he went to town on my shoulder and my neck. So he was like, biting and tugging and pulling with his teeth and it was like one of my favorite things and then he was like on my shoulder area and then I was like we were in like the throes of passion I don't know if that if I was like sober I would have necessarily been so forward asking for this but I was literally just like can you do my armpit and again I don't know if it's just because we're in the throes of passion or what but homeboy like literally like put my arm up and just is that still a bruise from it yep i still have a bruise from it still have a bruise from it uh, you can see it the remains of the bruises anyways how long and ago he, was that and the bruise lasted that long it yeah. did last a while he absolutely ravaged my armpit it was glorious and i don't know if anyone's ever had like a nipple orgasm like someone's like sucking on your nipples or like playing with your nipples and you orgasm from it it's not like a clitoral orgasm. Have you ever had one, Kimmy? No? I'm trying to think. I th- I think if I did, it was a while ago. But I will say, like, when I'm having sex with someone, if they're sucking on my boobs, it does make me come faster. Okay, interesting. But I, I was trying to see if you could, like, relate to the type of orgasm that it was. Anyways, I've had a nipple orgasm before. And when he was, like, biting the literal shit out of my armpits, I came i climaxed i don't know what it was about him biting and sucking on my armpits like i've said it's one of my favorite areas i climaxed so hard i haven't came that hard in god knows how long and my body was like my body was like literally convulsing i remember like at one point i I, like ended up on the ground and I, i looked like i was like having like an exorcism because i was like literally convulsing back and forth Anyways, so it was mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Sounds like it. One of my favorite, like, all-time experiences. And I think I remember I stopped to tell him that I was coming. But honestly, honestly, probably one of my favorite, favorite parts. And as, like, I'm rethinking of this moment, it, like, literally warms my heart so much. At the end of it, after he finished, like, biting that entire area thoroughly, he, like, stops and, like, gingerly kisses each of the bites and my armpit and the entire area, and then he goes for all the bites and then keeps, like, kissing them, or he, like, whispered it. (sighs) I'm horny just thinking about it, if I'm being honest. It was glorious. Oh, I cannot get over how good of an experience that was. And it was just my armpits. He wasn't even inside me. I was like, I was like straddling him on the chair and he was just like going to town on everything, but he wasn't even inside me. And the, like when you have one of those, it feels like a cervical orgasm. They're like very deep. 
you like clench. Oh, yeah. You clench really hard. I know what a cervical orgasm is. I yeah. Those. Yeah. So you clench really hard and then it, and, but, it, and it feels like a rolling kind of like ba- deep bass kind of orgasm rather than like a clitoral, which feels like a volcanic eruption. So it's very different, but it was, it was lovely. Absolutely lovely. My favorite part was when y'all finished and y'all were walking out of the room was when I was waking up to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't see us. No, I didn't see y'all naked. No, because we got, I remember we got back into bed and then you got up to go pee. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we didn't make any noise, so you shouldn't have heard us. I didn't hear anything, thankfully, and it's fine. It's fine. We were in a separate room. Yeah. But anyways. I don't mind. (sighs) So all I'm saying is, you know, for people out there, especially if you haven't explored your body, it is so fun to feel the ways in which your body can surprise you and so fun to feel the ways in which you can feel pleasure and climax from it. I had, I've known that I love my armpits for a long time. Like this area right here, I've described it multiple times, like in my armpit, like all around that area. And then where it connects to my boob, like my toes, my ears, like around, like, anyway, so many areas that I, that I know and love. But like, this is the first time that I've like climaxed from it. And I was, it, can I just say this ties in really well with my somatic therapy? How so? Because we're talking about the body. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's true. It's true. I, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't know my body could do that. I had no idea. And I, like, I just really cherished that moment. And I was, it felt so special. And, and I was so happy that, like, when I asked him, you know, to bite my armpit, which is not a very, like, common request. If I had just asked any person, like, hey, will you bite my armpit in the middle of sex, especially if, like, I barely knew them or, like, we were just hooking up, they'd probably be like, um, excuse me? But no. Hey, you never know. Calvin. freaky like you. Calvin, he knows me, and he went for it, and I, like, seeing him, like, when he lifted my arm like that and then just, like, dove in was one of the hottest things ever. One of the hottest things. But I also, like, I do recognize that, like, with Calvin, I feel comfortable asking him for the things that I want because, like, I, I feel like he accepts me, and I and I feel like he, he, even though sometimes I tell him about the things that I'm into and he's kind of like, oh, dear God, <laughs> you know, like, he'll chuckle and roll his eyes, you know, when I tell him. At the same time, like, he's never sounded so, like, off-put by anything that I've said. And sometimes maybe it takes a little while for him to come around to trying something with me specifically. But for the most part, there have been a lot of things where I've been like, hey, let's try it. And he'll go for it. And then before you know it, I'm orgasming from my armpits. So anyways, um, and then I remember we hung out not long after that and I asked him to do it again and he went for it again and it felt just as good. Can't remember if I came that time. But he left even more bruises. I was gonna say and more bite marks. Been covered in bruises recently, and I loved it. I love a good bruise. I really do. I was thinking though, because I take pictures of him for my own personal like bruise bruise folder. I should say because I love bruises and I like the memory of them. And like, like for example, I have a picture of the bruises from when he bit me a year ago before Greece, and. Like, I feel like every time I, I look at those pictures, it, like, takes me back to that memory and, like, helps me remember. 
And so like, that's why I keep the pictures. But then like, I want him to know that like, I keep these for my own pleasure and as like keepsakes and not anything else. So perhaps I should write a contract and like notarize it and let him know that like, that's what it's for. And it's not for anything that's like supposed to be incriminating. Most people would freak the fuck out if they're like, you took a picture of the bruise I left on you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I didn't think about that because you'll have a positive relationship. Yeah, I know. But like, I, w- I, w- I guess in a way I'd like want him to know that I'd never do that. And I'd want him to like, what an idea. I mean, if you want to do that, go for it. All I'm saying is like, I, I guess I would. I mean, like, because, that would be like, my way of showing him that like it's I'm but keeping like, for his ex- safety in mind. I know. But like, for example, like you have a picture of a bruise. You could say that anyone gave that to you. That's true. How are they going to know that, you know? So does it really matter? Like, I have pictures of bruises I've gotten from, you know, being spanked. But also, like, you know, if I get a gnarly bruise from, like, falling, like, I'm taking, like, I might take a picture of that. Yeah. Like, how is someone going to be, like, oh, he left that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about that. I know, but I thought like I I would want to give him the peace of mind. But I, I mean, like, I I, I think, feel like he trusts me, and I, I think trust the him. thought process is like kind and compassionate. But like, I don't think it's necessary. You don't think it's necessary? Okay. No. I've asked him before if he wanted to see the the bruises afterwards, and um, he usually doesn't. So I find that interesting. Though I'm trying to, I mean, we hung out after the bruises, but I don't know that he ever saw them. Usually, when we hook up, it's in the dark. So. Mm. he's not always gonna see them there were a lot of them it looked like i got mauled by a bear and i loved it can't remember the last time i got bruises like that yeah i did get those giant hickeys oh yeah oh i told Uh, that story uh. on steph's pod i wonder i don't know when she's releasing that episode but like a few weeks ago i went to a party and i just like had like a teenage you know drunken night where all i did was like make out and dry hump with this dude for like five hours. He was a chiropractor. He was anyways, a chiropractor. And he left massive he hickeys left on massive keys. hickeys on my neck. Yeah. And I will say this. I love bruises as well. Like I love when I do a flogging session and my ass is purple the next day. I love if, I mean, basically that's really the only bruises I like. I mean, I like it when it's like bite marks as well. But I usually like the bite marks to be like, on my nipples, on my ass, on my hips. Shoulders easy to cover up, but yeah. neck neck is not. Neck I is will difficult. say, neck is not easy to cover up. And I had these massive hickeys, and I was like, every single time I go outside, I'd be like, oh, why is that person staring so intently? And it's because I have this giant fucking hickey in the middle, of, you know, right underneath my chin. I mean, don't shame up. yourself for them, but I get I'm that. I'm not shaming myself, and I do realize that I did shame myself at first mm-hmm. for doing that but at the same time it's like I personally for my personal choice don't want to have bruise or hickeys I think so. that's fair and I think the um, I mean I don't know if maybe Calvin is like cognizant of it but he ever only really bites like like my shoulder and below so like you sometimes he'll kind of like tug a little bit at the lower neck but never enough to like leave a hickey and I think it's because he knows. I will say this. One time I was biting him a ton and I left a mark on his shoulder. And this was last year in July. So in the summer. And he was saying that like he went out to the beach and remember that he was like covered or he had like a couple of marks on his shoulder. And anyways, so I left a hickey on one of my partner's shoulders and 
I try not to leave like, marks. Don't on. do that again. Because he went to the gym in a cutoff shirt, and his friend saw it. And I Wait, was like, who was that? It was Matt. Oh, I'll get over it. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's fine <laughs> on the shoulder. It was fine. tiny too. I'm yeah, like, but it's okay. Every everyone's preference is different. No, no. I understand. When, a, when does a hickey turn into a bruise? What do you mean? Like, well, I guess like a hickey's on the neck, or like bite marks on the shoulders. Oh. But, like, if someone leaves a bite mark or a bruise on your ass, is that, like, a hickey? Like, where did the term hickey come from? Let's, you know, I think that's a great, See, that's question. A great question. Let's look that up. Let's do a Google search. Urban, where did hickey come from? Okay. Love bite. Oh. Okay, Wikipedia's uh, is not it. The origin of the word is from its earlier meaning of pimple or skin lesion. Circa 1915, perhaps a sense, extension, and spelling variation from the earlier word meaning small gadget. What? No. No, No, hickey came to be in 2004. That's what Urban Dictionary says. A red mark caused by two people, (laughs) usually used on wannabes. Yeah. And that was uh, March 25th, 2004. So, yeah, that's when the term hickey was coined in like the early 2000s. Okay, WebMD. Who put hickeys on WebMD? Ah. WebMD says, where did hickeys originate? When your partner sucks on and and bites your skin, the pressure breaks little blood vessels under the surface. Those broken blood vessels release tiny spots of blood called petechiae. Petechiae? Petechia? Anyways, a collection of of these blood spots forms a larger dark spot, which is basically a bruise. Okay, so a hickey is a bruise. Okay, so WebMD is saying that a hickey is a bruise. What is a hickey? A hickey is a dark or red-purple mark on your skin caused by intense suction. Like other bruises, it fades in about two weeks. Okay, so I think they're making the distinction that like a bruise maybe is caused by impact and a hickey is caused by intense suction. Oh, so the term was around. uh, So it's not a slang term? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it a slang term? Okay, so this was medically reviewed by Hansa D. Bargava, MD on August 3rd, 2020. So this is actually a pretty recent I just didn't know WebMD rendition of the word hickey. Wow, this goes into a lot of depth about hickeys. Okay, I I could see that being a distinction. So like a bruise comes from like impact. Like if I hit you and it causes a bruise, sorry, that's a bruise. But like if someone like sucked on your neck, that's a hickey or they sucked on your boob, that's a hickey. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm down with that. I could see that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not that y'all were, I don't know if y'all were curious about the difference between Now you know, and but now the more you know. Now I know that Hickey made it onto WebMD, which I think is hilarious. Well, that's what I was saying. And is it was it medically slang? reviewed by someone. Is it a slang term or is it a actual like word in the dictionary? Mm-hmm. Also, how is it spelled? Because I saw H-I-C-K-I-E and H-I-C-K-Y. No, this one is H-I-C-K-E-Y. Okay, so now there's three possible. No, I don't think H-I-C-K-Y is correct. It'd either be H-I-C-K-I-E or H-I-C-K-E-Y. Why the E, though? And why not the just the Y? Hickey. I don't know. But Hickey I'd, with just the Y I don't like it without. I don't like it without me. the E. Well, I don't like it with the E and the Y. What? No. I, what? And, yeah, and Urban Dictionary didn't even have that spelling. Wait, how the fuck? Ew, no, I don't like that spelling of it. H-I-C-K-Y? No. That's H-I-C-K-Y. Like, that's like hick-e. Like no. you're a hick and that's e. No. 
That's how it's spelled. Not that that's a derogatory term. C-H-I-C-K-I-E. I like that spelling of it the most. But the way that I saw it, okay. WebMD, which is far more credible than Urban Dictionary. Okay, but let's look at the dictionary. How WebMD has it at spell? Look, that's hickey hick- on WebMD. <sighs> Medically reviewed by a doctor, Camilla. Okay, wow. Actually, and if you Google it, um, it it's also says hickey. How do you spell hickey? And it is actually e y. Don't touch my phone. <laughs> so um, WebMD was and it right. Says, Definitions from Oxford languages in North America. The first meaning is a gadget. I don't know what kind of gadget that is, but okay. Okay. And then the second meaning is a skin blemish, usually mark caused by. A lover biting or sucking on the skin. That is the definition in the dictionary. Wow. Also, the next question is, is it spelled hickeys or hickeys? So, hickeys versus hickeys. The plural of hickey would be hickey with E-Y-S. Note that this word is not really suitable for polite conversation. Thank you, text ranch. What the fuck? Okay, so it is actually spelled E-Y. This went into far further depth than I anticipated it would ever go. Yeah, actually, we did not mean to, like, go on this tangent. But, but actually, we did I want to give, give y'all an update on some of our, I guess, most recent orgasms. I, I feel like I learned a lot about the word hickey, and I, I really like the distinction. So, Calvin left hickeys on my shoulder. Not bruises, hickeys. So, perhaps in a court of law, when it's intended from the lover... <laughs> There's no need to worry. There's no need to involve yeah, a contract. Paper, like you wanted to do. Hey, I was just keeping. I just. I know you were trying to be considerate. I was trying to be considerate, respectful, and a little silly, but don't make anyways, fun of me. Some people like contracts. That's true. Or like their safety, anyways. So yeah, like I said, you can orgasm from your armpit being sucked and bit. Let me say the TikTok version of that and you can also dry hump at the age of 29 <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that i know i just i can't believe i did that and i came from it too actually you came from dry humping yeah i didn't know that so you okay so over the okay clothes were on clothes were on wow yeah see that's what i'm saying you gotta explore other types of orgasms and just you know have you ever and humped D. again yeah or, sorry. Have you ever humped a leg? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We got we to gotta explore past P and V penetration and try some different types of ways to climax. Yep. Hump a because leg. Let me tell you, I will never forget the time that I came from having my armpit bit. I'll never forget it. I wrote about it. I journaled. I journaled about it some more. Because I wanted to hold on to the memory of it so much. I took pictures of the bruises. The hickeys. Took pictures of the hickeys. Now I'm telling y'all about it. And so now I'll always have this episode to remind me. Meanwhile, Calvin's probably like, it's not that deep. (laughs) But to me it was. I felt like I like learned something about my body. And do I want to, do I want to experience something to talk about? (laughs) Do I want to experience that again? Yes. Now the next time I would love to see if I can orgasm from my toes. Yeah. If we have time for another story, we can talk about our most recent sex party escapade. Yeah, let's hear it. We, there's time. There's still another 30-something minutes there on the recording. I actually tried something 
I've never done before. Okay, but let's let's get at some more bars when we talk. <clears throat> Nikki and I, what was it? Actually, the night before the rave. Oh, yeah. We went to a sex party. <laughs> it was quite the weekend. I was recovering from it for a while. Anyways, so we, yeah, we went to a sex party that our friend threw. Which had a bounce house. And I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever been to a sex party with a bounce house, it was dope. Honestly, every, every spicy party needs to have a bounce house. Unfortunately, I did not have bouncy time in the bounce house i didn't have bouncy time either but i did walk by when there was an orgy going on in the bounce house and it looked lit no one was really bouncing but it looked lit i like that they put a bunch of furry blankets in there which was great for like laying down but when we tried all tried jumping in there it was not not that great um so i know i lost some lube in there oh well hopefully someone found it so anyways so yeah we went to the sex party one thing that i did was i was actually i was playing with one of my um casual partners and this guy decided to join in so i kind of had like an mfm ah yes now what was kind of funny basically my dude or my casual partner was fucking me from behind and then the other guy was in front of me like playing with my boobs and stuff did he ask for consent before he joined yeah he did okay good good so but what was funny is at one point like there was there were another guy and girl hooking up next to us and the girl was actually that dude's girl so he like goes to play with them for a little bit and then my partner and I switch positions and the guy comes back and he starts like and I'm on top and he starts like trying to play with me back there but then he transitions to like more of like playing with my partner oh and he didn't even realize it at first he was like he thought that the other guy was like trying to play with me while he was pleasuring me and he didn't realize that the other guy was trying to pleasure him Wait, in what way? Like, what? Like, hand job, Playing with his butt? Yeah. So, playing with his balls? Yeah. So, what was really funny is, like... Did he ask for consent? And and that's what that's what the... And that's what the guy was trying to figure out. He was like, I didn't know what was going down... Or was going on down there. Because he couldn't really tell. So, but then... I don't even... I don't even remember what happened. But at one point, like, the other guy, like, tried to do other stuff. Like, go deeper with my dude. And my dude was like wait no, no 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 no! i didn't want that and so the other guy was trying to turn it into mmf okay so he was trying okay yeah, yeah I, I think he was trying to gauge it out mm. um it was kind of i i couldn't hear very well in that room because it was a little bit loud in that room specifically but that was kind of funny uh, but the other guy like took it well when you know the my casual dude was like actually wait no but it was a very interesting mfm experience it was a little bit more on the lighter side it was kind of like a casual london bridge but it was your first time doing a london bridge of any sort yeah how exciting yeah it was actually kind of exciting so i had a lot of fun i was definitely a first i would definitely do it again in a more private setting try that out next time that's what i love about sex parties great time to discover some new things yeah i really Mm. liked it do we have anything else to cover i don't think so Mm. I don't think so either. I wish for you another MFM or MMF experience. 
Yeah, I think I would like to try that again. Uh, man, I, I will say Calvin got solicited for a foursome, but they wanted it to be like a fully bisexual foursome, like the uh, guy. And he was like, nah, man, can't do it. Yeah. So not his cup of tea. And that's okay. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That is, uh, that's always been one of Calvin's like things. He was like, do I have to play with dudes? Like if he go, ever goes to a sex party with me? And I'm like, no, you don't have to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And the great thing is, like, you know, if a guy does try, you can just... Well, the guy should ask for consent, but if you don't like it, you should say no and be like, please stop. But it sounds like that guy that joined in should have asked a little bit. Maybe maybe he did and the guy didn't realize it or whatever. I don't know. Regardless. Yeah. Um, And I think my my casual partner was trying to figure out. He was like, because earlier the guy had said something to him and he didn't fully hear what all everything he said oh so maybe he, he thought just, he like, nodded his head a little bit okay so maybe he consented to something without realizing what he consented to. yeah i think that's what happened we uh, were shit. we were laughing about it later in the night we're like wait what happened there it was kind of funny nice so and then besides that you know i also found it funny that nikki and i like walked in on each other a few times oh yeah i walked into a room and i saw immediately noticed that cami was on top of someone and i walked straight out (laughs) i didn't care i was just like oh turned around and left (laughs) yeah i think we're getting better with that at sex parties yeah it doesn't really bother me i just it's not like a shock it's just like a oh turn around turn around around Any now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming right. Anyways, so. Turn around. We're not singing that anymore. I love that song. It is a great song. Totally Eclipse of the Heart. By a banger. A total banger. Bonnie Tyler? Or is it Bonnie? Who is it? It's on my 70s and 80s playlist. Hold on. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Bonnie Tyler. I know every word to that song. Every, every word. Now and then I get a like, song. if there was ever a time when, like, someone was like, I need you to sing this. I need you to sing a song word for word. This is life or death. Guys, you're never <laughs> going to realize the two songs that I can sing word for word because they're vastly different. What are One, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Okay. Two, Right Above It by Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> every word i know every word to both of those songs okay and my- sometimes it's so funny because i'll even put on like right above it you know like to play on my car and for a second there i'm like wait what are the words to this again and my brain just knows like as soon as he starts like my i just i go with it so like the whole lyric like all the lyrics to that song just sit rent free in the back of my head somewhere Oh, man, for me, it would be uh, Careless Whisper. You know all the words to Careless Whisper? Oh, yeah. I don't believe that, but keep going. What do you mean you don't believe that? I don't know. I've never heard you sing all the words to Careless Whisper. You've heard me belt out right above it and totally clips of the heart several times. Okay. I fucking love Careless Whisper. I digress. And you don't know what goes on in the on my car rides when I'm by myself. That I true. belt that song like my life depends on it. Okay, 
So now I know the polar opposite of the other one. I know all the words to Careless Whisper. I'll have to wait. Think. Who sings Careless Whisper again? George Michael. I, I bet y'all didn't know Candy and I are avid 70s and, and 80s fans. Uh, I have an entire playlist. If you'd like a copy of it, I will send it to you. It is fire. It's got a lovely mix of Elton John, Ava, George Michael, Toto, The uh, Police, all kinds of stuff. Um, Oh, man. Oh, actually, the Bee Gees. Yeah, Bee Gees. More than words. That one. Who else? Oh, oh, oh. oh um, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. That's a big one. That you love me. Because I already know. Okay. Um, what else? The We will also May not mean nothing to y'all. That song by Drake. All of the parts. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think. What's the name? Forever, forever, by Drake. Um, I know all of the words except, except the Eminem part. The man, I just, I, I don't know how he can talk that fast. If I'm being honest, so I cannot wrap. How did we get on part. this topic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's another song. Okay. We were talking about turning around at sex party. <laughs> <laughs> not that y'all asked for all these random subjects but i mean we did want to just you know have an episode where we recorded and connected with y'all because it's been a moment i know we we haven't recorded in like a few weeks yeah because we've had episodes stacked up so now here we are again you get to hear me like all congested and shit we just wanted to talk about armpit orgasms somehow found ourselves <laughs> searching for, <laughs> searching for the definition of hickeys and now we're <laughs> singing songs from the 80s if this isn't adhd i don't know what is <clears throat> i was thinking we should name our the title or we, the title of this episode should be hickeys or hickeys yeah but we got to throw in armpit orgasms because that's bound to reel people in oh, that is true anyways anyways so yeah guys i hope y'all are having a wonderful start to the winter season if you live above the equator line when we end this recording can we play that bg song which one when the lights hits the morning sun that's not bg's i, I feel, feel you touch me in the pouring rain who is that and the moment who is that it? you wander far from me i want to feel you in my arms again and you come to me like a summer breeze keeps me warm in your love then you softly leave and it's me you need to show it is the bg how deep is your love is your love how deep is your love i really need to know because we're living in a world of fools you're getting some of the lyrics wrong <laughs> god damn it here we're gonna play this song. it is the bg's you're right i was confusing it with more than words all should let us be i was i was confusing we belong to you and me right look it's right here okay all right we're gonna we're doing some karaoke y'all <laughs> i'm gonna turn this shit on 
I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain. And the moment that you wander far from me, I want to feel you in my arms again. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> and you come to me on a summer breeze. I got that part right. warm in your love, then you softly leave. You got that part wrong. So you need to show. Get this part right. How deep is your love? Is your love that deep is your love? I really mean, mean to, to learn. Cause we're living in a world of fools. I got that part right. Breaking us down. When they all should let us be. That part slaps. We belong to you and me. I believe in you. You know the door to my every No better song! Wait, no, it says my very soul. This darkest hour, you're my savior when I fall. I dedicate that part to you. And you may not think that I care for you when you know down inside that I really do. And it's me you need to show. How deep is your love? Is your love that deep is your love? I really need to learn Cause we're living in a world of fools Breaking us down When they all should let us be We belong to you and me Na da na 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 da na na are we going to cut all of this out? I haven't decided. So anyways, guys, um, now that you asked for a whole verse, or sorry, a whole song, um, but we do love the 80s, yeah. Oh, wait, I was going to say what else was on this uh, playlist. Um, the Eagles, Laura Branigan, lots of Abba Queen. Queen. Oh, my God. Fucking love Queen. Yvonne Elliman. Oh, also, when it comes to Elton John, I always said I wanted Elton John to play the piano at my wedding. Uh, Brian Adams. This is still something I want. Bon Jovi. At my celebration of love. In Lionel Richie. To my primary partner. So Michael Jackson. I would like to manifest that Elton John sings at my... Bananarama. Cruel Summer. Se- Slaps. Slaps. Anyways. It's a cruel, cruel summer. Anyways. I don't know if you're like driving to work when you're listening to this. I don't know what y'all do when y'all listen to our podcast. But I hope you're having a great time. Ooh, Tainted Love. Oh, that's a good one. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away. Okay, that's all I know of the that love part. love <gasps> share. You guys. I used to serenade this to my ex-fiance. Actually, I think I know all the lyrics to this one. Look, guys, the playlist, <laughs> the is, playlist is fire. Our singing may not be, but the playlist okay. is fire. Our singing sucks. 
Oh, Celine Dion. Oh, shit. She, she hit hard. Oh, no. This is like an ode to all my emotions in college. <laughs> this one I know. Right, I really have to Hold on. prepare for this. <laughs> I feel you. That is Are you trying to be Yankee? That's terrible. No, just sing it. Okay. That's so enough of that. I play that song when I want to cry about my first husband. That's the one I play. I don't really get the tears going, honestly. Um, because like when you picture <gasps> Olivia Newton-John, ah, uh, <laughs> I love her. Thanks for joining this impromptu karaoke session we never meant to have. Um, but I told you the playlist is fire. Like, not one of those songs on here doesn't make you want to go belt but it. Now is now and I, since you pushed my love aside, I'm out of my head, hopelessly devoted to you. Hopelessly devoted to you. My voice really breaks at that part. I have a really shitty singing voice. I'm Actually, sorry. I have a great singing voice when I try and I'm not congested. Actually, do you? I, I think I do. I think I think I think I sing. I'm gonna own it and have confidence. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I sound better in Spanish than I do in English. I when was gonna I say sing. when I sing Bella Chow, I think Oh Bella Chow, Bella Chow, Bella Chow, Chow Chow, Bella Campy. Anyways. Yeah, I really can't get into that one. Ooh, Anyways, separate ways. <sighs> this goes out to, uh, what was his name? Joseph Quinn. Anyways. Wait, hold on. I gotta listen to this for one second. Then we can stop it. Okay, anyways. Anyways, guys. The playlist is fire. I don't need to keep proving it to y'all. We get it. So moral of the story is explore your body. You're, you can orgasm through your armpits. And if you're in an MFM, please ask for consent before it turns into an MMF. Yep. Cheers, everyone. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We love you. Can't wait to see you next time. Please, if someone knows how to help us get our Instagram account back, um, contact us. And until then, follow our backup account at Cami and Nikki on Instagram. Of course, we're still at Double Team Podcast on Tiki Talkie. We and still have our website, DoubleTeamPodcast.com. We're still Double Team Podcast. Don't forget, guys, wear condoms. If you want to further support us on singing lessons because we desperately need them, don't forget to join our Patreon or send us some tips on OnlyFans. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating because we know that singing was top tier. It really was. Top tier, guys. I usually have people pay to see that. That was Mariah Carey <laughs> on well, a bad day. 
terrible. <laughs> okay, um, bye. Anyways, y'all have a great <laughs> night or whatever you're doing. If you're listening to this in the morning, yeah, have a have a great day at work or wherever you're headed. We love you. Thank you for your support. 